Thank you for tuning in to Tech United on Tap, brought to you by Tech United New Jersey. You're listening to a special episode from our Propelify 2020 series, and you can find more episodes like this on our website at techunited.co. That's techunited.co. This talk debuted at the fifth annual Propelify Innovation Festival in October 2020, where our mantra is to propel ideas into action. Enjoy it, and be sure to subscribe to be notified when new episodes go live. Hey there, it's Josh Carey with Eric Cabral, the founders of PodMax. We are here to talk about empowering entrepreneurs, specifically through something we call the four C's. And ironically, Eric, I know you'll confirm this, ironically, when we're talking about empowering entrepreneurs, does it not begin with first empowering yourself? Absolutely, 100% agree with you, Josh. It is always about you and your foundation and setting that foundation so that you can build upon it and in the long term, help others with the structure, the foundation, and everything that you've built and created. So what we've done over this course of time in developing what we're going to present and talk about here is the four C's. This is something we iterated. This is something we practiced. This is something that we figured out and are now sharing with anyone and everyone who wants to listen and understand and implement these strategies. And really what it comes down to at the end of the day is activating your audience, getting your message heard. How do you get your audience to to pay attention? How do you get them to care? How do you grow their interest in your offer, your product, your service, your business, everything that you have to say? And we're going to go through the four C's. Eric, let's outline each of these four C's and we'll take it from there. Yeah, absolutely. So this is a wonderfully easy strategy because it's linear. It's linear in your journey because it was linear for us. So the four C's, we start off with number one, clarity. Okay, clarity, and then we'll expand on these each, but clarity in your message and consistency in your message. Then with that comes community. If you start to begin your message in in a consistent way and putting it out there, you will start to build a community. That's number two. Number three is connection. Within that community, there will be many, many opportunities, many people that you can instantly connect and gravitate towards. Okay, those are the connections. And then once you find those connections, you create stronger ones by collaborating with those individuals that you know are movers and shakers in your industry. So those are quickly the four C's and we're going to jump into this and give you more to chew on. So let's begin with clarity of message. How do you gain that clarity? How do you uh, get that consistency of telling your story? And uh, Eric and I are each going to start with quickly overviewing who we are, which is really uh, a meta thing, because in telling you our story, you're going to get to see what it is we're doing. This is, this is us using our story, having full clarity of message and using whatever medium we can to consistently tell that story. So long story short, I am the hidden entrepreneur. That's because I spent 40 years hiding. I showed up in every situation, hiding everything that I was truly capable of achieving. All of my skill and talent stayed tucked away because I was desperately seeking the approval of others. 
Fast forward today, I have two adoring children, a seven-year-old daughter, a five-year-old son, who really quickly showed me and mirrored back to me that I'm the child in that relationship, and I no longer wanted to be that father, that person. So I made the choice then and there. I drew the line in the sand, and I said, no more. I'm finally finally going to do what I need to do. I'm going to show up as powerfully and as perfectly as I can in every regard. And here we are. I love that. Josh's story is so powerful. So if you can identify a story, an aha moment, uh, some type of win, that shift in your mindset. So for me and my story is I was in corporate America for over 20 years, climbing the proverbial corporate ladder until I hit that glass ceiling. I made it to the tippity top and of, the, of my industry, of, of my role and position as a creative director in the number one pharma company in the world at the time. And I realized this is all I'm ever going to make unless I somehow became partner <laughs> in a gigantic industry. So I knew that that was probably a, a more difficult task. So I decided to hang up my corporate hat and begin the entrepreneurial journey. So the first step for me was leaving corporate. I needed to, to figure out what I wanted to do. I became a real estate investor, started to grow networks within that industry. And that industry needed and wanted and desired and loved what I was doing as a creative for my brands in, 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 the, in the real estate space. So I started to build and create for them, which created an agency called On Air Brands and then a podcasting event called PodMax. And here we are today with all of this wonderful creations because of the step that I took, which was saying no more corporate and I'm here and I'm here to build and grow and make more connections for every one of you and for us. And you know what I love about this, Eric? When people are starting to think about clarity of message and what their story is and how they got here, the trap I've heard for some is thinking that, well, my story is still being developed, so I don't know if I really have what it takes to sort of share my story. That is not true. What I did was I was running my own digital marketing agency for over 10 years and I saw how toxic that alone was and having that epiphany through and with my children to say no more, I'm making all the necessary adjustments I need to. I ripped that bandaid off and I said, I have to walk away from this agency that I spent 10 plus years building. And I took a few months to sort of clear my head and see where I wanted to go. And that's when my story started developing and I started hashing it out and writing it out. And a few months later, I came up with the hidden entrepreneur and that then and there, I said, well, I'm going to start telling my story. Uh, a podcast that came to me and I said, I've never really had one before, but this is how I want to document and how I want to go forward. I might even be good at it. Slowly but surely, I started interviewing people Today, you know, over 165 published episodes going strong. So the point is, is you want to be telling your story now. Get some of the pieces outlined how you got where you are, what were some of the struggles, what were some of the wins, what were some of the lessons learned, so you'll wind up attracting the very people who relate to it. Bottom line, don't fall into the trap that it's too soon. The time is now, and you adjust it on the fly over time. 
Yeah, because your story is always evolving. It's always growing. You're always writing new chapters to that book. So no matter when someone stumbles upon your journey or your story, they're going to be reading that particular chapter and connect with it. And they're going to, you're going to connect with people along the way. And you're going to hopefully evolve with those people as they begin to level up and you begin to level up. So as Josh said, never shy away from putting yourself out there, being vulnerable by just sharing your story, your wins, your failures, lessons learned through those failures. Those are critical uh, components of making connections and building a community, which leads into the second C, which is community. So as you begin to be that beacon of light, people will start to notice it. They'll start to gravitate towards it. You'll start to build a tribe of people that understand what you're doing and are inspired by what you're doing. So as time develops and your story develops, the network will develop, the connections will develop. You'll begin to foster new ideas with people and start to collaborate with these people. So it's amazing. And I'll quickly share a story about how it happened with me is I started to put up my podcast entrepreneur circle out there strictly for somewhat selfish reasons. I wanted a platform for me to share my story because I was doing a lot of things. People were coming up to me saying, Eric, what are you an investor? Are you a creative? I don't understand. I'm confused. Well, how about I just put it all in one place for everyone to understand. And for me also to get clarity in my message and, and, and understand what channels I need to promote on. So podcasting became a really powerful tool for me to start building that thought leadership platform for myself. But I didn't realize the community would start to grow to the point where when I traveled, this is the aha moment for me, Josh, and you've heard me tell this. I was, fly, I was not in New Jersey my home, Josh's home. I was in Miami and someone came up to me and said, I'm a huge fan of yours. I don't want to get into the details because I could tell this will take up the whole time. But the thing is, <laughs> it, shocked, it shocked my system to the core because I didn't realize the power of podcasting and just putting yourself out there. People are listening. People are paying attention. And you, you begin to notice if you're doing it right, you're adding value to people's lives and their business. It's going to resonate, it's going to connect, and you'll start to build a tribe of people, not just locally, but globally, really globally. Yeah. Now you're hearing Eric and I talk about how specifically the podcast medium worked and is still working on a massive level for us as the main driver to tell our stories. So much so that PodMax, we've now created an entirely global event for others to do the same. But whether you have a show of your own, whether you guest on shows is not necessarily the point because there are many other ways you can do it. So just keep in mind that when we plug in the word podcast and that medium, it can be applied to any way you market yourself and get your message out there. So for me, Eric, I love that you said, once you get the clarity of message and start putting it out there, you said people notice. And the way it worked for me is one interview turned into two interviews when I was my own show host back in the day, starting with episode one turned into 10 to 50. Now, like I said, over 160 plus episodes, here we are. Early on, not only were people noticing, but the, the guests that I was interviewing, having knowing my story and knowing that now I'm going to show up as, as powerfully as I can in every regard and thinking that I might actually be good at 
at this whole podcast thing, I was getting that confirmation back to me. Early on, one of my guests after the show, when the recording ended, he said, you know, I've been on a lot of shows before and this was the best interview ever. And I said, well, well, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I feel that too. And you know what that does? That empowers you. That gives you the confidence. That gives you the confirmation to say, yes, I did something. I showed up powerfully and got the confirmation in return, which is a stark difference than what I was doing my entire life, which was showing up reserved, small, weak, angry, miserable, and hoping desperately somebody would see through that and say, you're better than this. You can do that." doesn't work that way. So only when you show up in the way does it still work. And that's the, that's the smoke that begins the big fire of attracting the community that you are after. Yeah. I love that story. That's a good one because it's really critical to just continue with your story, your clarity of message and be consistent with it. Because if you stick with it, trust us, it will work. It will work, but it takes time. And I know we're talking about a podcast as, as the vehicle. There's many, many different ways. Podcast is one way, but I think it works best when you start to use different spokes on the wheel, as I often speak about, where you start to blog, you start to write content on different uh, platforms like LinkedIn or Facebook. You start to share your ideas through live videos. So there's a lot of different ways. There's not one you know, magic bullet but podcasting is so powerful because it offers you a connection and a possible uh, conversation with someone you otherwise would not have an opportunity or reason to talk about. So speaking of connection, that brings us to the third. Nice hey, segue. Segue Kings. I'm learning from you, man. I'm learning from the best. So with number three, it comes connection. As you begin to develop your story and your clarity of message, you start to build a community of people that resonate with your story and want to be around you just all the time. And then you can start to build more connections by talking to individuals within your community that you really, really vibe with people that you have similar stories or you're a yin and yang uh, of, of compliments. So then now you start to build and grow things. So for example, and I'll tell this story because he happens to be in the room, but I'm building my network each and every day through very various means, uh, through, through meetups, through podcasting, through you know, social media. So I land in the lap of Josh Carey at an event. He's interviewing me on his show. We start to realize there's a instant vibe and connection. Half hour, 40 minutes in, we're exchanging information. I have this, you have that. How can we connect the two things together? How can we create something together? Let's continue the conversation beyond this event. That's where the connections start to happen. And if you start to identify the people that can help you like that, or the people that you can help, it's not always about them helping you. It's also about what value you add in their life. How can I help you get to your goals? Well, that's what happened with Josh and I. He had the goal to start recording in studios, start to grow and expand his network. Yes. So all of this started to happen and he started to align with my goals because I needed a second. I needed someone to partner with because there were a lot of things happening and he seemed like the guy that I can lean on, that I, could, that I can have participate 
in what I was doing so that I can grow and we can grow together. So that was one example of how things connect through the networks and the community that you build. I spent my entire life wondering why I felt so disconnected from the world, wondering why nobody gets me. Why can't I just connect with anybody? Again, for those first 40 plus years, it was because I was showing up as this weak, small, angry, miserable person. Nobody's going to connect with that. I, I take that back. The very people that I was are the ones who were connecting that. So I would get all these toxic, tense relationships in personal in, in friendships, in business, and wonder why this is happening. So again, only until I was able to change that, make the choice to show up differently, to tell a different story, see how that all works out there. Then uh, connecting it with, uh, I, I also have a, a fantastic story of how Eric and I met. It was at that podcasting event where I had the pleasure and the honor of recording episodes for my show randomly quote unquote, randomly matched with somebody named Eric Cabral. Now, how I got to that event is a whole conversation in and of itself, right? I was able to, to see my ability to be there and I sold myself that story and the organizer of that event literally days before the event was going to take place to get myself there. So that's a whole great story in and of itself. Uh, but then to be matched with Eric and then have him afterwards say, you know what, I, I have a studio in Jersey, why don't you come down? Here's the greatest thing about that. If I wasn't already the person that was capable of attracting somebody like Eric and connecting that kind of person into my life, he never would have been inspired. Even if I got to that event, even if I was able to interview him, if I wasn't already doing the work, telling my story, feeling my story, gaining clarity on that message, uh, attracting the community around me, empowering myself so I have the ability to give it back, empower others. And then this, this whole circle and mirror effect just continues. Eric never would have been inspired to say, I like you. I like what you're doing. Why don't you come down? Why don't we hang out? And this very video would not even be taking place. How mind-blowing is that? Yeah. I love those George Bailey moments where you realize, you know, that's often a tool I use for gratitude. If you're watching this, hopefully you're a proponent, you understand journaling and gratitude. But yeah, that is one thing. You just imagine you not in, you don't exist and what the ripple effect that would be. And so many lives uh, would not have been affected positively with the things that you're doing, the things that you're creating. It's just a way that I like to use. But it's funny, yeah, you mentioned that. We wouldn't all be here watching, listening, and tuning into this if it wasn't for those micro moments. So this all leads to the fourth and final C, and we'll go through this all again, just to reiterate and to outline. But the thing is, with collaboration, that's exactly what happened with Josh and I. We started to collaborate more. We started to build, because now, as you often hear me say, Josh, we got to know each other, then we began to like now love each other. And then we began to trust each other. And this happens over time. And what we started to do was collaborate over ideas. We were both big on ideas. You couldn't stop us. People had to throw water on us in order for us to stop creating things because we didn't necessarily have the teams in place to implement. As Josh and I realized, 
we can implement, but it, we're, it's not our strength. Our strength is ideas. So that's another concept. Leverage your strength. What is your superpower? And once you identify what that superpower is, really go all in on it. Just concentrate and focus on what it is you're great at. And one of the tools I wanted to add here to identify what your superpower is, if you're not really clear on what that is, is text message the top 10 to 12 people in your life, friends, family, everyone that knows you really, really well. And just, you know, preface it by saying, hey, I am doing an exercise, a coach, a mentor, a friend asked me if I could do this. And please tell me what it is I'm great at. What do you think I am absolutely amazing at? And then also tell me the things that I'm terrible at. What are the things that you think I should stay away from? Am I a bad driver? Tell me. <laughs> I still need to drive. But, you know, it's these things. And, and then some of them will hold back. But you have to probe. You have to, you have to probe and ask. It's okay. Give them permission. I am not going to fall apart if you share this because this is really going to make me better. This is going to help me identify what my superpower is. So once you do that exercise, begin to leverage that superpower. And what Josh and I have done is we've taken our superpowers and we've built a team around us that fill the gaps, our weaknesses. Because we, once you know what your superpower is, you know what your weakness, what's your Achilles heel, what's your kryptonite. So then now you start to build around you the support system, the teams and the support to help you implement your ideas and begin more collaboration through more people and more, because we can't develop and create in silos. We can only do so much on our own. We need to build a community. We need to build a network and, and, and essentially, eventually a team of people around you to help support you and help you grow. I don't know which one of the four C's I adore more because collaboration, looking back in my life, I've always valued it. But again, ironically, I was never the best at it because of who I was on the inside, attracting that very thing on the outside. But I did spend 15 years as an actor filmmaker. And in that role, I, I'm able to see that so much of it was all about loving and appreciating collaboration. I was part of a, of a comedy duo. Me and another guy were a comedy team. So right there, obvious collaboration. Uh, I, had, uh, I, I have written, acted, and produced in my own film, uh, which, is, which is, you know, dozens and dozens of people all collaborating for this end goal. This very moment, a collaboration. The podcast episodes, a collaboration. All to say that it's when you follow these four C's by first gaining the clarity of your message, getting it out there in a consistent way, seeing the community that stands up and steps forward and says, Wait, what? what did you just say? I like that. I get that. Like Eric said to me uh, over a year ago when we were face-to-face -face recording an episode of my show. He says, come on down. Then you start attracting these people. Then you start looking for the opportunities to say, well, I'll take this one. This one's great. And then you figure out how you can work together. Now we have taken this and it just, it just all makes so much sense when you pull, take a step back into your life and say, how did I get here? What's actually happening? Awareness we have this event called Pod Max, which now that we each have empowered ourselves, we're able to empower each other. 
And then that just naturally extended to this incredible event where we empower others to do exactly what we are spelling out here through the podcast space. So it just, it's, it's just a, a, a consistent win-win effect all around. Yeah, I, I love that you, you brought up in real time how the four C's really created what we're doing now and how we're basically giving that to the community, the PodMax community, our company's community, because when they step to the mic, when they step into our event, they don't realize many of them. And a lot of these are big corporate CEOs and, and founders of their businesses. So the, we live in a day and age where people are becoming more aware. We're smarter than ever. And now we, I think those that realize the power of story, the power of message, the power of clarity, and that you as an entrepreneur and a business owner needs to step up and represent your brand to the fullest, then that has become something that people are beginning to pay attention to and understanding. I need the tools. I need the opportunities and I need the people and the teams around me to help me be better at this because don't think Gary V just turned on the camera and became the Gary V we know now step back you know, a dozen years ago, he was awful and that's okay. It's great. Don't go back to the entrepreneur circle episode one or the hidden entrepreneur episode one. I was awful. And the thing is, what's great about it is our docu our journey is documented. It's, it's the progress in real time. Anyone can go back and listen and see the evolution. So it's okay. Put it out there. Clarity of message, regardless of what you're doing, if it's uh, live or if it's podcasting or if it's blogging, many, 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 many different forms, but get the clarity of your message, be consistent with that message and continue to put it out there on a consistent basis. I already said consistent, but yes. Community, then it, what does it do? It starts to build a community, right? It starts to attract people into your life because they listen to the stories, they start to resonate with the stories and then they reach out to you or they come with an understanding and a primer of who you are when you meet. So the no and the like is already established before you even open your mouth, which is powerful, really powerful. So there you go. We have outlined how to activate your audience, how to get their attention, how to grow their interest in everything that you stand for and how to get them to care. This is the way it's done. This is the way we've done it for ourselves. And this is the way we do it for our clients. We want to thank Aaron and the entire Propelify staff and community for bringing us into your world. This has been tremendous. What do we leave them with, Eric? Yeah, please, please check us out. We're often partnering with Aaron and Propelify, but if you want to find us outside of that event, you can find it at podmax.co. There's always an event happening in the future, monthly, and we can help you share your message, help you craft and hone and have clarity in that message and put it out there to, the, to various communities through podcasts and top, top rated shows that can help you and share their stage with you so that you can continue on the path of growing your network, creating collaborations and connections. And through PodMax, this unique event, it arms you with the tools and the strategies and tips 
in order to continue on that path. That'll do it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Take care. Thanks for listening. Let us know your favorite takeaways on social media at We Are Tech United. Stay tuned. More of Tech United on Tap next.